0: Hey everybody. <laughs> Welcome to 2022. Um this is the Engage Family Gaming podcast. My name is Stephen Dutzman and I'm your host as always and this is a special episode not just because I am joined by Amanda Fair the Princess of Power, but also this means it's a three-person episode. These are extra special. I'm also joined by Linda Robble, otherwise known as the Mistress of Magnificence, otherwise known as Mom, Mistress of Magnificence stands for Mom. You can figure it out. Um, this she did it on purpose. It's so. Uh, it's the beginning of 2022, and so we st- we are unmitigated hype monsters here at Engage Family Gaming. Um, I and and you all learned it from by watching me um, because you know um, and. So we start every year with just anticipation. We want, we, we just want to get excited for stuff. So that's what we're going to do today. We're not going to talk about NFTs. We're not going to talk about, we're just going to, we're just going to let all that be. <laughs> and what we're going to do is, because I'm sure Amanda would, would be very upset if I was like, hey, let's talk about NFTs. Um, let's not. Yeah, let's not. Let's not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Instead. What we're gonna do is we're gonna go over and we're gonna talk about video games, board games, a little bit of everything, and we're gonna talk about the games that we are most excited for in 2022. Um, but before we do that, um, how's everybody's holiday? Was it good? I mean, that sucks.
1: And we quarantined together and we were, it was fine. Like no one got super duper sick. I
0: fixed fixed the audio so they can now hear everyone. The good news is I was the only one that talked so far. So um, Amanda got COVID. um, And as a result... (laughs) It her her I her home had some had a lot of it, but it did mean that it trapped your parents in in the country for a couple more weeks. So you got to spend more time with them, it which did. yeah, a like problematic bonus.
1: Silver lining. Silver on lining. Some relatively large storm clouds. It could have been a heck of a lot worse.
0: Um, uh, i've been i've been following your pictures and it's been wonderful we've been
1: having a great time like once we got out of quarantine because we were in quarantine for almost two weeks um you know once we were out and we were you know not showing symptoms anymore and we had we had followed the original cdc guidance because the new stuff we were like no, we're gonna go with the old stuff. Yeah, that one. I have thoughts and feelings, but it's not for this podcast. No, it's not, and that's okay. Anyway, <laughs> we're okay now. I'm and so I took my parents to Hoboken yesterday to take them to Carlo's Bake shops. so that was kind of fun. Oh, I Man. saw that picture.
2: What did your mom think of being?
1: Oh, being she there? loved it. She loved oh. it. We pe- we brought home so much baking; it was just awesome. We had a great time. Anyway, so yeah, I got COVID over the holidays, but whatever, I'm fine. Because I was vaccinated. Good. Yes. Could have been um, a heck of a lot worse. So. Yes. Knocking on wood.
0: Correct. True. Knock on all of that wood. Uh, I back was. Here. Yeah. The Mine, there's like a desk here somewhere. Uh, I was fortunate enough to be able to spend the New Year with Linda.
2: Oh and we man, played... It was amazing.
0: So many freaking board games. Which here's the thing: so many, we can't even talk out on them today. We'll start going through the board games that we played. Um, on uh, when we have a like a real board game episode. Um, but man, we played so many. Follow
2: Instagram. I'm slowly teasing out what we played, so you can get a
0: sneak peek. Definitely follow Engage Family Gaming on Instagram. You're gonna see a lot of that. I would also (laughs) encourage everybody to follow Engage Family Gaming on TikTok because I have been producing all sorts of content there, including I don't know why there's. I don't know why there's a child running behind me. That was a little weird. But whatever. Um, it's not bedtime quite yet. She's still got 10 minutes. So she was sneaking around that puckish little devil she is. Um I am slowly going through the Pokedex, everybody. Um, and so it's gonna be it's gonna be a wild ride. <laughs> a um uh, I'm on two right now. I did Ivy Sort today. So we've got we've got time to get caught up. So anyway. Um, all of our content aside, I'm glad holidays went as well as they could. Ours were fine. Um, and so now it's 2022 and we have so many games that we want to talk about this year that we, um, that, that we just have to jump right in with no other mess. And Amanda, I'm just going to start by talking about a game that's coming out in like two weeks because, because video games are happening as we speak in two weeks
1: I don't know video games
0: yo How it, you ha- know? i'm gonna talk about a game that's coming out in two weeks and it's not the one you're thinking about because the one you're thinking about is the pokemans and we're gonna talk about the pokemans in a second but i want to talk okay. about pong but what if pong was a fighting game tell me more I would like to talk about wind jammers too. Oh,
1: Windjammers. Yeah, Windjammers. wind jammers. Yeah, wind jammers. Windjammers
0: is Pong, uh, but what if it was fair. a fighting game? Linda, That's fair. what do you think yes, about Pong, Pong, but it's a fighting game?
2: <laughs> I'm perplexed because I know what Pong is. That okay,
0: of course you know what Pong is. Everybody knows what Pong is. So here's what Windjammers is. Windjammers is a game from a long time ago. This is a Neo Geo game, that was old school, and basically it was dudes with personality playing air hockey, Pong, whatever, right? Throw the disc, try to get it behind the guy. But they had personalities, and they more or less had super moves. It was like super behind the scenes, low key. They played it at Evo, which I talk about every July when it happens. Um, you know, it, it, So it's like got a following in the fighting game community because kind of the way it plays is fighting game adjacent. And it, and it has some big name like fans, um you know, like they're video game personalities that love it and talk about it a lot. and so it has like this cult fandom, and somehow it got remade a couple of years ago, and sold like gangbusters because it's stupid and fun and was less than 20 dollars. Stupid fun, less than 20 dollars. What can go wrong? So now it's got a sequel, and it's coming out January twentieth, and I am so happy. So that's the first one. That is like video games are happening. It's January twentieth is not that far away, so that's when Jammers Two Day. But a week after that, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Now uh- Amanda, just tell just just. But- Come forth with the excitement. Talk about Pokemon Legends Arceus and what it means to you.
1: Okay. So, you know, we've had lots of Pokemon games, right? And we've had lots of Pokemon games over the years. Many, many Many. Pokemon games. In fact, I talked about a Pokemon game the last time that I was on this podcast Mm -hmm. because we were talking about Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. We did. And those are remakes of, you know, Pearl and Diamond, Mm -hmm. I believe. Yes. Yep. Cool. Anyway, prior to that, we had Pokemon Sword and Shield, which were brand new Pokemon games, and at the same time, they kind of felt like they felt they felt like Pokemon, but with a fresh coat of paint, mm-hmm. right? This
0: is this is Pokemon
1: true. Legends Arceus feels like a complete departure as well as a coming home for Pokemon fans for people that are very invested in not just the pokemon themselves but in the world mm-hmm. right and you get to see what pokemon were at the beginning of everything before the pokedex before the professors before all of it mm-hmm. we have arceus
0: this is true so we get
1: to go back and yet go forward to find our pokemon roots And it is a true mainline Pokemon game with, Mm -hmm. you know, straight up RPG goodness. It is, I am all aboard the hype train for this one. I love Pokemon games, but this feels like a Pokemon game that was made specifically for me.
0: Yeah. Pretty much, uh, there have been a lot of folks. We don't have reviews yet for this game, um, but we have a number of preview embargoes have gone up, um, some, and obviously, Pokemon's Twitter account has just been blasting us with video uh, in you know little minute-long increments over the last month or so. Uh, you know, and they've showed us very strategic leaks. Uh, leaks, not the right word, but drips of information. Um, a, a, a new form here, an evolution here. Um, this has crafting in it. Um, it has exploration in it. It has real-time combat. Um, I cannot with this. Which means, like, you're going to run into a field and, like, a Pokemon's going to be there. And you're going to be like, yo, what's up? I'm going to catch you. And it's going to be like, fine, I'm going to eat you. Um, so but you in a do? cartoony Pokemon way. Yeah. Yeah. So we um we don't we don't know all the details oh and my that's God. what's what's really uh, I didn't even know that your dogs were making noise um so we don't know all the details we have, obviously we don't have reviews yet um and opinions based on the information we have seen so far are obviously all over the place but I right. think Amanda hit the nail on the head in that right now it is new it is new Pokemon yeah and that and this is Pokemon that is so new that that we've never had anything like this before so it's I, i'm i mean i'm in no matter what um because i have to be because of work but like also because i really want to see what they're doing um and how they're going to try and move it forward i it, it, and it looks it looks beautiful the comparisons between this and breath of the wild are are impossible to avoid they are it's doing true. it to yeah. themselves um, my only hope is that it is as much like Breath of the Wild as they are trying to make it look like that, because they're doing it to themselves with these sweeping open shots and the po- you know the Pokemon trainer running up on hills, looking out over these beautiful vistas. Like if it's not, then there's going to be some feelings on the internet. Um,
1: going to be some very big feelings on the internet. In fact.
0: Um, so I hope they know what they're doing. I hope they know what they're doing. But I think it looks great. Um, I do, you know, too. It's not going to be like some of the other games that are on this list that we're going to talk about a little bit. That are, This game is not about the graphics. This is going to be about kind of learning and exploring Pokemon in a way that we never have before. So I exactly. super hype the hype level for my kids off the charts. Um, you know, all three of my kids are super excited. The oldest is more excited than either of them. The other two, but everybody's super hype. Um, we're only getting one copy, though, <laughs> because oh boy. Um, I, I mean, if it gets really sense. competitive, maybe we'll grab a second. But, um, you know, it's not like a Pokemon Diamond, you know, and Pearl where you have to get two, you know, because you got to deal with the the two thing. There's only one version of this. So um, they're selling us one. And, you know, That's so kinda nice. Yeah. It's a nice little break. So that is Pokemon Legends Arceus. I mean, this has the this is one of those games that if it's really good, this is game of the year material for us, right? If it's really 100%. good, 100%. it wow. could. Yeah. Ju- I mean, it's if it's good, if in it January. sticks the landing.
2: I, I know it's
1: Pokemon.
0: I, know. I mean, it's true. listen, it's not
1: even just because it's Pokemon. It's because we have a as we are about to dive in, really like and truly. We have a glut of incredible games that are coming down the pipeline, not just for us on this site, but in general. And I would imagine that some of them are going to get pushed out, you know, potentially next year because COVIDs are real. It is kind pain of pain in the pain in the tuchus, <clears throat> mm-hmm. but uh, you know, it's it's a real it's a real heckin' good year, and I love yeah. to see us mm. start early.
0: Uh, me too. I think, and and I want to bring something up, two thousand and seventeen. Um, the two consensus, oh. like it has to be one of these two, came out within a week of each other in March. And that's Legends it's of true. the Breath of the Wild and uh, uh, Horizon Zero Horizon, Dawn. Yeah, which, yeah. Um, really?
2: 2017. My goodness. That was really that 2017. Was 2017 Yikes. Which
0: is a long time ago, but also not Especially really. in
2: gaming
1: years.
0: I mean, yes. It it feels like a million years because of uh, the Panini. But um, so... <clears throat> The fact that it's January and we might – I mean, if it sticks the landing, we could be talking about it for the rest of the year. I mean, it could be one of those things. We'll just be talking about it forever. Um, If not, it'll be an interesting footnote in video game history um because they tried something new and if if they tried something new and if this doesn't work we're never getting anything like it again it's just going to be pokemon rpgs turn-based that's it if this doesn't sell well if this flops and they're like sorry guys going back to the formula like that's how i feel about it like this is the fine fans let's try something new if this flops they're done um So, speaking of games that came out early in 2017, um, but have a sequel coming out, I mean, I guess we can just fast forward a little bit to February 18th. This is insane, by the way. January 28th, 22 days later, I counted Um, Horizon Forbidden West coming to the PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4. Absolute bananas. We've seen Sony has been teasing us. They've been giving us little vignettes, little videos. We know the, they, they improved the melee combat, which was a big complaint oh for a lot of folks. They showed it because they basically didn't exist. Um, and they showed us the traversal. Then they showed us the cultures and like the different people and oh my some God. like.
1: It looks wow. so good, y'all. It I'm looks just, so good.
0: I just can't wait. And it's going to look so good on my TV. With my, I'm just, oh, God. It's going to be so great. Um, and that's for, and so this is February 18th. And it's rated yeah, no t 15 This is, I know what January. I'm doing. That's a Friday, by the way, y'all. January 28th, Friday. February 18th, Friday. I'm glad video games are starting to figure out that they don't need to release their games. I know they've done this over the years, but now I am finally realizing they don't have to come out the same time that CBs used to come out. Now they can come out on Fridays and let everybody just buy their game and play it. Um, Play it on the weekend, play it on the weekend, um, which is great. So horizon forbidden West um, is. I I am hungry for this game on a level that I can't even put into words. Like I'm excited for Arceus, but like, and I want to play it and I will play it, obviously. But like I'm if so the two of them came out. Obvious. Yeah. I mean, if they both came out the same day, it would be for me, it would be for Horizon Forbidden West. And it's not close. Like I need to see the continuation of that story. I need to fight giant robot dinosaurs. Um, it's hard to argue with giant robot dinosaurs.
1: I mean, I, I literally can't argue with it.
0: Um, Amanda, what is next on your list? Because so I know I went through, like, a handful of things in chronological. I got, the like, the first quarter out of the way-ish. Well, what do you I got? mean, like,
1: in terms of chronological order, I feel like you are hitting everything that I also want to play. But may I talk to you
0: of course. about
1: a game that does not have a release date right now? Yeah, Hopefully I think like that I that's a good have idea. A release date. This one might. I'm going to go double check. I need to go check my wish list real quick just to make sure. sure. Because, of course, I have to go check my wish list because everything... No, this does have a release date because it's coming, also coming out in February. Ooh. I want to talk about Ollie Ollie World.
0: Ollie Ollie so, World.
1: So mm. Ollie Ollie World. I know it sounds completely bizarre, right, Linda? Like, I need like, you to stick with me on this one though. I'm Promise. holding on, I'm waiting. I'm waiting to see the connection to the, the children. But it's okay. Goob's gotta come in and say goodnight. Good night, Gooba. I love you, buddy. Aw. Sleep well, bud. So anyway. Oli Ollie World is a skateboarding game. But it's not oh. just any kind of skateboarding game. This is a skateboarding game that is open world. And it's not just a skateboarding game that's open world. This is a vibrant, gorgeous, open world, cartoonish game where you meet really interesting characters. You interact with them. And you get to do grinds and tricks and get big air. And discover... Wait for it. Skate Nirvana.
0: Um, she didn't mention that it <laughs> takes place <laughs> on a two D plane too. Nirvana is called
1: Narvana, as in G N A R V A N A, as in gnarly.
2: Just in case, I needed to remind. Thank you, you. for the clarification. It's been a day.
1: <laughs> it's been a day, right? It's been a day. <laughs> so anyway, Ollie Ollie World is a really hotly anticipated game for me because I love skateboarding games. I mean, let's be real; there are lots of games that I love. But I really there is this place in my heart where like skateboarding and snowboarding games live, and Ollie Ollie World is already scratching that itch for me. So, wow. and it's a, it's an indie game. Oh, it's an indie. Like right it's alley. it's right up my alley. I love colorful indie games. It's being published by Private Division, which is owned by Take Two. They've done games like. Outer world. They've done. Oh my goodness. Um, they are also publishing another one of our most anticipated games of the year, which I will get Steve to talk about because it's his anticipated game of the year. Whoa. So, you know, Private Division making some moves with very cute family-friendly games.
0: You might need to remind me because I don't I didn't write down the publisher.
1: Purple.
0: Huh? Oh, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I got it. I, I didn't write down the publisher. No, this is how okay. you know. I,
1: I knew that, though.
0: This it's is how you know. Thing. This is how you know that Amanda is the real journalist. She's the professional. And I just shout into a microphone. I'm like, what? Well, I, I don't want to say I'm like a shock jock, but I really am. Like, I'm the color commentator. She's the she's the professional. And that's okay. Um, uh, You know. You're the Madden to my Summer All. RIP Madden. Aww. Um so um I didn't no understand I'm the that Madden at all but I love I'm that. I'm the Madden to your Summer All cuz you know okay. what's going on and I'm I'm just loud. Um yeah, so I'm the Madden to your Summer All. Pat Summerall um also passed away those two guys. They were football commentators, American football commentators. Um and were arguably oh, the best of I all time. Okay. They are the goats. Um at least according to me. So um okay, uh I, I'm gonna talk about Kerbal Space Program too in a little bit. we because awesome. we may we may not even have time. Linda, I want to talk about a board game.
2: Oh, yes.
0: We're gonna flip the switch a little bit. All right. Linda, what if flip I told you that coming this year <laughs> okay. Panda uh Pandasaurus, you know, the people that did Machi yeah. Koro, all that are making Skull Canyon Ski Fest. Now, you might be like, Steve, why do you want to talk about a skiing game? That sounds weird. What if I told you Skull Canyon Ski Fest is a, a game design portmanteau of ticket to ride where okay. you're collecting cards and sets to like claim pathways and patterns like trails down a, down a, a, a ski slope. But you can do tricks like it's SSX with the video game. So you're doing like extreme skiing and like doing jumps and stuff. Not Does that point. not sound That's awesome? Intriguing.
1: That is absolutely intriguing. That sounds incredible.
0: Yeah. I would, I'm really cool. I, I am, yeah, I'm super excited for that. That's coming out. Uh, Pre orders are going to be up relatively soon, according to Pandasaurus. It's not available now, but we will, um, I will have it. <laughs> and we will play it and i cannot wait cuz we all know ticket to ride is one of my jams i love ticket to ride i love the ma- i love the set collection True. mechanic i love claiming routes and all that and if occasionally i just get to do tricks then I'm I'm good. Um, really. th- apparently, you can trigger like avalanches on your on your of opponent's <laughs> sides of the board and stuff. So there's definitely going to be a little bit more take this than normal. Normally, ticket to ride okay. is just stealing people's routes, but apparently now I can drop mountains on people. So like that sounds cool. That does sound um, really unique. So that is uh, a board game again, specifically it is Skull Canyon Ski Fest from uh, Pandasaurus. Like I said, the people that made. Uh, and published Machi Koro. Um, that sounds so cool. I'm, I, 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 briefly, I want to talk about Chocobo GP.
1: Okay, yes. Please this talk is, about this, because this is also a game that I want to play. Even if it's not my most hotly anticipated game, yes.
0: This is one of those games that I don't think is on anyone's... Like, I am excited because I love kart racers, whatever. Chocobo sure. GP is like Mario Kart, but with like Chocobos from Final Fantasy and like chibi Final Fantasy characters. Um, it's coming out on Switch. It's coming out in March. This is one of those games that I'm not going to be buying day one. However, by the end of the year, I will have it. Um, and I firmly expect to play a lot of it once it comes in.
1: I'm going to play uh, it, it with the kids for it's sure. It's just
0: way too close to for, to Horizon for me. That's the only problem. It's falling victim to Forbidden West. But the, the thing is, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe was so long ago. Really and is. we know there were reports, I even talked about it on TikTok this week, that Mario Kart 9 is in development, which, duh, of course it's in development. That was that was my whole TikTok, because duh, of course it is. Um, we don't know when it's coming out, but they're always making stuff. Um, right. But we need a new kart. I want a new kart racer. It doesn't need to be perfect. It doesn't need to be a 10 out of 10. I would just love... Um, I just want a kart racer that has some semblance of personality and um, the Nickelodeon one that came out was, at, was basically Mario Kart stripped of its personality and color at 50% speed and that's disappointing mm. um, Chocobo GP looks like it should be able to rec- recruit, recoup some of that it's not going to be Mario Kart there's no way but if it's, like, two-thirds of a Mario Kart, I'll probably be okay. That'll be just good enough for me. Because, yeah, I love a good kart racer, you know? What do you think, Linda? I
2: also love a good kart racer. I might actually pick up a controller for a kart racer.
0: Wow. <laughs> that's
2: it. Wow. <laughs> One of those rare I, things. I know. I know.
0: That's crazy. That's Only crazy talk.
2: The, uh, can I put, like, the baby controls on so they don't, like, don't turn around?
0: Um, I can't drive straight. I don't know if that's standard. I, mean, I know Mario Kart has That'd it.
2: Nice, it's I, definitely that's, a Mario Kart thing. That's why I like Mario Kart, because I can put on all, like, the, the adaptive settings so I can actually play. You
0: know what? Square <laughs> so Enix has been pretty good with accessibility. Yeah. Square Enix has been okay with, with accessibility. So I think it's, it's in the cards. Because it was so successful with Mario Kart, I'm hard pressed to imagine that they would be like, nah, (laughs) but
2: no, maybe. made it more accessible for the littles or for people like me that
0: yeah, they, they, they they have to know their audience. That's my hope. Manda. what's next on your list?
1: Oh my goodness! I have so much stuff on my list. I need.
0: To oh, I right know. Here. We got to work through it. We're, there's I mean, so we're, much we're, here. We're probably not gonna get through it all, and that's okay. We're
1: not gonna, because there's also grown-up stuff on here, and I'm staying away from the grown-up stuff. Yeah, we'll skip the grown-up stuff for now. We'll skip it. We'll skip it. Okay. So, another one that I am really excited about that I actually didn't put on this list because I had completely forgotten that they actually set a year is, um, Spirit. Uh Spirit Swap. So Spirit Swap and just to like be completely honest with you, I'm buds with the developers and I backed it on Kickstarter. So like of course I am super vested in this game. Yeah. Linda, what if I told you this was a match three game?
0: Oh I know this one. I know this one.
1: What if I told okay. you that this is not just a match three game, but this was a match three game that was developed by queer people of color? Oh, you're hitting What if face. I told you oh, that more. this was not just a match three game developed by queer people of color, but it also features sexy lo-fi beats to swap to. Magic. Ooh. A story. A story. Decoration. Because you can decorate spaces. A space specifically. You can decorate okay. the main character's like computer room, essentially. And it is on top
2: of it all, it's also a visual novel. How do these come together? I cannot imagine this.
0: <laughs> There's so. I many- mean, welcome <laughs> to indie games.
2: Indie games are weird, and I love really? them.
1: I love them. I love them so much. Spirit Swap is actually just even even from a mechanical perspective. I love match three games and i love how approachable they are and how it's easy to get into them but it's very difficult to master them especially to do it quickly and and under pressure the cool thing is that you can actually go immediately today to itch.io and you can download the demo Mm -hmm. to check it out yourself but that is one of my most hotly anticipated games of 2022. i love the developers I absolutely love the game. I love the world, the characters, everything. It's just so, so cute and so beautiful at the same time. So I am psyched about Spirit Swap. They don't have like a special date yet, but it is this year that it's coming out.
0: Yeah, you played that on your stream.
1: I did actually a couple times.
0: I forgot the name, (laughs) but I remember the game. Really cool, you know, comic book style art Um, and the animations are, you know, I mean, this is this is a uh, it's a it's a simple game on the surface, but there's a lot going on. There's a lot of genres stuck together. The thing when you ask Linda, like, how did this come about? Indie games in 2022 and and even, you know, indie games in the modern era, um, we have so many independent game designers who have been playing games at this point their entire life. Right. And so as a result- People like me. Yeah, exactly. So uh, Amanda has played so many different kinds of games that they're all kind of, you know, they're, they're all just sloshing around in that punch bowl, right? Exactly. And you never know what you get when you take a scoop. Whereas back, you know, before it was, well, we're making platformers, we're making fighting games, we're making whatever. Is they're
1: easy to market right mass marketability is super super important because video games are commercial art but for indie games they're not just commercial art they're also an expression of who the developers are Mm -hmm. as people and I mean last year alone I played over 100 games she made a spreadsheet yeah I played a spreadsheet you need to I have to otherwise I forget all the games that I play I'm keeping that same spreadsheet
0: this year so I'll be able to tell people too.
1: It's it's really important. It's super, super remember. important. So anyway, Spirit Swap. Mm-hmm. Keep your eyeballs out for right. Spirit
0: Swap. Speaking of indie games... Do it. ...made by one person, we got to talk about Tunic, right?
1: Oh, man. Tunic. That's going to be an adorable one. It, like, that is... I hope that they tuned some of the difficulty stuff for Tunic because there were some moments I know that you struggled with. I know that I struggled with when I did the hands on demo. Well,
0: Um, I'm happy to say that has
1: been in development for like seven or eight years.
0: I'm happy to say that um, the second demo, so the first demo, I turned it off halfway through and was like, nope, this is too hard for me. Um, And I was actually really viscerally disappointed. Like I was, it, 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 it it takes a lot for me to get mad at a game, but I was like really frustrated because this is a game that when I played it at PAX, however many years ago, (laughs) excuse me, Super accessible, super – like, I was able to just get in. And then when I played the de- the first demo, you know, I, th- I think it was Summer Game Fest maybe. I yeah. don't know. Um, I was super disappointed. <laughs> Turned it right off after, you know, like 20 minutes or so because I was like, no, I'm just pounding my face on this thing. Turns out um, they did make some adjustments um, because the next time I played, <clears throat> they had checkpoints.
1: Oh, nice.
0: Um, and so that changed – Everything because the reality is, um, this is going to be an Xbox Game Pass game. I'm going to play it on my Xbox Series X, so load times will not be a problem. Um, and games that are hard when you have uh, like no load times really don't affect me as much as they used to. Like, I used to get really tilted when I was like staring at that load screen, and I don't anymore because the load times are just so much shorter. So, I, I and but the check the checkpoints the almost aggressive checkpointing that wasn't there in the first demo um, were great. And, um, you know, it really allowed me to explore and see, like, how cool the world was. The monsters were still tough. I mean, there's no way around it. But, like, I was like, okay, if I run through here, I can get to another checkpoint. You know, that kind of thing. Um, You can sneak around, that kind of stuff. So, Tunic, that's slated um, March 16th. It's coming to PC, Xbox Series X, and then Xbox One. I want to say this. If you're one of those folks that has like an Xbox one S or an Xbox one kind of still hooked up um, and maybe you're not, you know, playing a lot of Xbox, maybe you're doing other stuff. Tunic is a game that will 100 percent run on that. There's not not a lot going on behind the hood. This is not a super graphical powerhouse game. Th- this is this will run great on an older Xbox. And I think this is one of those. You're, it's Legend of Zelda, but you're a cute little fox. Um.
1: And Fox Friend, Fox Friend.
0: So, I think this is going to be one of those games that, if it sticks the landing, this is another one that could absolutely just take the whole year away because it's a cool little indie game that has a lot going for it. Um, and it's going to be a Game Pass. Um, so, there's that. Um, March 16th and around this, this is going to be all the video game industry talks about for the week or so after this comes out. No one will speak of anything else but Tunic. That's my guess, for good or for ill. Because if it's bad, we're all going to be complaining about the hype, sure. or they're all going to be. I don't. I'll just move on. But um, <laughs> I'll, I'll, have, I'll, put, I'll make a pithy a tweet. Um, I'll make a pithy tweet and move on, because there's too much fun stuff to play. Um, And everybody else, the discourse, will rumble over it. Um, Amanda, uh, yeah. speaking of games that have a release year, But no date. You and I have a date with Bear and Breakfast.
1: We really do. So
0: this is another. Amanda's going to sell you on this game. Amanda, uh, go for
1: it. So I got you. What if I told you this is a game where you got to play as a bear? And it's a really cute bear.
2: I'm I'm definitely in.
1: Okay, so we're feeling this. We're feeling this. Okay. So this bear and this bear's friends go for a walk in the woods. And they're like, what are we doing here? What are we? Why are we in the woods? And so they stumble upon this older woman and her dilapidated bed and breakfast. And the bear's like, I've been searching for meaning. What if this is my meaning? Okay. So fast forward a little bit. Just suspend your belief for okay, suspend disbelief for a second. It's make believe I'm good. It's make believe we're just doing the thing. So, fast forward, and you are building, very slowly, but methodically, okay. you are building a bed and breakfast as a bear mm. to serve our okay. forest denizens.
0: That's, that's the tweet.
1: That's it. That that that's adorable. The, that's the pitch right there. Doesn't that sound super cute? It does sound super cute. Oh, my goodness. I'm very excited about this game. I love... Management games, right? Okay. And this is very much so the kind of management game that I've been looking for because I love games like Two Point Hospital, like Theme Hospital, like Roller Coaster Tycoon, like all of those things that allow me to get really granular into the data and let me figure out good decisions to make around how my little you, operation is run.
0: Are you surprised, Linda? I'm not.
2: No. This no. This is, is surprised
0: my not-surprised face. It,
2: it, it kind of... It, it fits the, the Amanda world. Big time. People are often
1: surprised when I tell them that I'm, like, really into, you know, snowboarding and skateboarding games, but no one is ever surprised when I tell them that I'm into to Sims and management games. They're like, oh, and snow is cold. That's <laughs> <Yes>. nice. <laughs> and it's cold I'm, and wet. That's nice. I'm,
0: I'm, <laughs> yeah. Th- this is... For me, I... Like sim sim games, but I don't I I don't necessarily like to get super into the weeds. However, this is a game where a bed and breakfast is being run by a bear, and that's the absurdity that gets me in. You know what I mean? Um, I I don't know. I, I'm it'd be like this, this is it, it's like PGA Tour golf if all the golfers were like the aliens from or the monsters from Monsters Inc. Like that's a different thing. I'd be in you know I'd be in for that. So. Bear and Breakfast, that's coming to Switch and PC. It does not have a release date, but it does have a release year. We're expecting it to come out sometime during the year of 2022. Um, And when it happens, you will hear Amanda. That noise you hear is the sound of Amanda screaming while it downloads on her PC. So whatever noise you you hear. Yay, that's all I'm hearing. Yeah, it's just a (laughs) lot of loud. Speaking of games that are coming out in 2022 and are ambiguously rated T for Teen. We don't know yet, but I'm going to say it anyway. I'm going to manifest that it's T for Teen. I am excited to play Marvel's Midnight Sons. Really Thank so you. bad. Um, Thank so, you. Thank uh, you. Linda, let me tell okay. you. Um, so this is, it says Marvel on the front and you're like Midnight right. Sons. What's that? That's not Avengers or X-Men. That's Who are these guys?
2: Pl- yeah, they're not. Midnight
0: really Sons. <laughs> Okay. Is like the heavy metal version. It's like it's like heavy metal Marvel. In that, okay. it is a team up comic of all the supernatural heroes. So it's Ghost Rider and Doctor Strange and Blade, who you probably do you remember Blade? Blade might have been before your geeking. Blade was I think the, was the, 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 the Blade character. is a, a vampire that was played by Wesley oh. Snipes, and now yes. he's Mahershala Ali. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I do know Blade. Sorry. It's all right. So you get. Yeah.
0: I, so, I do know Blade. Sorry. Um, all right. So and universe. Blade. But like in this version, they also have Captain America and Iron Man and Captain Marvel and Wolverine because... Because. because reasons. And um, and who, who doesn't want those guys? And so this is a turn. This is XCOM. This is a turn based strategy RPG where you create your own superhero and develop relationships and build a team with these guys and go on missions to fight like this crazy demon lady. Um, we don't know what its rating is going to be like on the one hand, XCOM games typically rated M because they are strategy games. There's blood and violence, but mm-hmm. this is a Marvel property and typically Marvel properties They'll don't move away. into rated M. So right. like, I don't know. I'm going to assume that since Captain America's in it, that that balances the wholesome scales because the likelihood of Captain America being decapitated very low. Marvel, Disney would probably not allow that. So I'm feeling good. Um, but I don't know. Amanda, you and I text had a text exchange when that game got announced because it was like wildfire announced and like all sorts of embargoes fired off. And it was like a 24 hour period of like lots of Midnight Sun stuff. Um it was. and also listening to uh the Enter Sandman cover by whoever that woman was, but I listened right. to it on repeat for like a day because I have ADHD and I fixate on music. Um we definitely don't talk about Bruno in this house. Um so that day, Amanda and I talked and both and I was not I forgot that Amanda really was I didn't I didn't realize Amanda was gonna be as excited as she was. Amanda, talk about Midnight Suns. Are you going to play it with me?
1: Firaxis.
0: Yeah, it's a Firaxis game. It's
1: my pitch. That's the tweet right there. That's the tweet. It's a it's Firaxis, Firaxis. Firaxis game. It's a Firaxis game. Listen, the amount, of, the amount of my life that I have given over to Firaxis, specifically to civilization, yeah. is really disturbing. Like, we're in, the, we're in the hundreds, if not thousands of hours that I have given my life to Firaxis. Mm-hmm. So when they say so what's a hey, few more, what's a few more? So they're like, hey, we're gonna make you a Marvel game, Manda. And I'm like, oh, go on. But what if we told you that in addition to our excellent tactical development and strategy game that we're going to give you, what if we also gave you Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem Three Houses specifically? Yeah, and much. I'm like, oh, God, go on. I'm in. Mm-hmm. How do I say yes even louder?
0: Oh, oh, wait, I can tell you how they do it, how you can say less even louder. The combat is card based.
1: Combat's card based. <laughs>
0: oh, boy. Um, You're basically building little decks for all the superheroes and they get to. It's
1: awesome. That sounds amazing. Um, it's so good, y'all. I love card based battles like so yes, much, so much like Slay the Spire slayed me.
0: Yeah, for months, slay the Manda. Um,
1: it's slay the Manda. That so happened. we don't,
0: So it's it, it's so wild that like, I just want them to come out and slap a T or an M on it so that I know. But I am just going to manifest that it's T rated. That's just what I'm going to do. I'm just hoping gonna... that
1: it's T rated. Me too. I think um, I think that Fire Emblem Three Houses is. Yes, it is. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think it's got to it be, is. right? It's We've already tea. talked about this. Yeah, yeah. it's T. So that's I, what I'm banking on.
0: That's I'm what I'm hoping to. Fire Emblem. I'm hoping it's more Fire Emblem than XCOM. <laughs> um, So speaking of turn-based role-playing games um, and, uh, and sprinkling a little absurdity, Linda, you know what I'm going to talk about next. Oh boy, I'm going to talk about Mario it. plus Rabbids, okay? Nope. Now your husband and I were at E3. Mm-hmm. It was our first E3 oh, when back. they announced Mario plus yeah. Rabbids Kingdom Battle. And we were in that cramped house in Hollywood that we rented that was near like 15 dispensaries. And so we were like just nothing. We were just surrounded. Um, and that 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 developer, that French developer came out with the freaking gun <laughs> and announced Mario plus Rabbids. And you heard us from California because we were so movie? immensely hyped. This game was amazing. Aww. It came out. We loved it.
1: That's what happened. <laughs> I
0: thought you it- thought it was a seismic event. No, it was me. <laughs> um, And is- now we found out that it was it was I. If you had told me when that game was announced that it was going to be good enough and sell well enough to get a sequel, I'd have told you you were crazy. Now I was going to buy it, but I figured I was the only one. I was like, "I'm gonna." They're, they're yeah, good for one. It. Yeah, because yeah, it was everybody. good. <laughs> right. And so now here we are. Uh, Sparks of hope coming to Switch some uh, in early 2022. Um, it, it, it had a set date. They uh, they pushed it back um, because. That's how video games work in 2020s. Take all the time you need, guys. Uh, I want you to be safe. My video games will come when they come. Um but that's awesome. I mean, I I, I never thought it would happen. Speaking of things we never thought would happen, um Amanda, how about you pitch this new Kirby thing to uh Linda? I don't know. How speaking, to of things, Kirby. speaking of oh, things Speaking of things that we never in our lives thought was going to happen.
1: So Check it out. Okay. Furby games tend to be kind of hit or miss. Okay. Right there. Like, these are facts. Sometimes they're awesome. Sometimes they are absolutely god-awful. And you never know what you're gonna get. Because it's never, it's never shall the twain meet, so it's mediocre. It's either terrible or wonderful. Mm -hmm. Okay. Furby? Has a new game coming out. Kirby and the Forgotten Land is the new game that's coming out.
0: Good name. Good name.
1: When I first saw it, I was like, are we getting another Bug Snacks? Is this Bug Snacks? I mean, is this some post apocalyptic Bug Snacks nonsense? Because it looks post apocalyptic. Okay. Mm -hmm. So already I was in. Because if you mix cute and post apocalyptic nonsense. You get something I like.
0: You attract an Amanda.
1: <laughs> you attract an Amanda. You in fact triggered my trap card. So with Kirby and the Forgotten Land, you can go like you can go around and you can like <laughs> copy enemies attacks and like do really cool and unexpected things. But the thing that I cannot get over is that I feel like this Kirby has a story. And I don't know what to do about it. Yeah, because Kur- it looks really interesting. And Kirby almost never has an interesting story. It just has cool mechanics. Okay. Yeah. So they're trying something new.
2: They are. Mm-hmm. Like the one so, you tell me about before. Like yeah. Pokemon Head, they're going they're diverging to some trying something completely different. Exactly.
1: So they're going backward to go forward. Okay. With Kirby, they are completely stepping outside from my perspective. What has made Kirby, Kirby. I don't know, cutesy, but not sticky.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. You know, Kirby is an icon, but not because of Kirby's games, but because of what Kirby represents, and also because of Smash Bros.
0: So Also because of Smash Bros. Smash Bros. is a big factor.
1: Smash Bros. is a huge factor. So anyway, Kirby and the Forgotten Land... Looks absolutely amazing. It looks adorable. It's going to be coming out at some point this spring. If you haven't seen anything about it, like genuinely go watch the trailer and you'll be like, I can see. I can see what you're saying, Amanda. This doesn't look like a Kirby game. This doesn't look like it. I I didn't I didn't know where we were going, but they had us in the first half.
0: They had us in the first half. Uh, Yeah, I. Yeah, we're this is a pro Kirby household. My middle son <coughs> it is without question his most anticipated game of the year. He will not stop talking about it. I love that. Can I blame him? Nope, not even a little. Um mm-hmm. so that is uh yeah, man, Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Well, I'm gonna play it. I'm going I, I love me some 3D platformers. I love me some Kirby. Um, so I am down with that. And this
1: is this is like Breath of the Wild meets Kirby at the same time. We are going open. We're expanding. We're expanding the way that Kirby interacts with his and with their environment because Kirby is genderless. We're actually not sure what Kirby is, and it doesn't matter because gender's a hoax anyway.
0: Kirby can just do whatever they want.
1: Kirby can do whatever the heck they want, and that's cool. But seriously, they opened Kirby back. They opened Kirby up because originally Kirby was very much so just a platformer, just Mm -hmm. your traditional Mario platformer. And I think the House of Mario took a look at the success of Breath of the Wild. They're like, "What if we did that
0: Mm -hmm.
2: another dozen times?"
0: Yep, pretty much.
2: For different IP. Right. Yeah. No, it makes so, perfect sense. They're gonna try it. Just like you said with Pokemon, they're gonna try it. And, and if, if it doesn't work, right? then that's fine. They'll just and go back to what does. Exactly.
0: Correct. Yeah. I think this is this is another one that if it sticks the landing, it'll be one of those games we talk about at the end of the year. Um yeah. which
1: I'm waiting. Could I'm waiting you imagine a scorecard right here? Can
0: you imagine the world that we live in? We're not gonna talk about this game on the, here, but can you imagine a world we live in where Sonic 3D, where the 3D Sonic game, and Legends Arceus and Kirby all stick the landing going 3D. I don't. I don't know. Like the think pieces.
1: I'm gonna the, write all of them.
0: The think pieces, like one of them, <laughs> uh, like the think pieces, like unwinnable is gonna be like insufferable if all three of these games um h- stick the landing because they all of the check out all these old franchises kind of reinventing themselves going 3d where they were never either never able to before and it could just be a tech thing tech makes a difference also 20 plus years of 3d platforming we've gotten better at it <laughs> thank you uh super mario brothers um so um Let's talk about some board games. I want to. I'm interspersing board games into the mix. Um, the next one, four new unmatched sets coming out this year, all based on Marvel properties. Have you heard? You know, Unmatched, Amanda. Yes. Of course, I own it. Okay, good. Okay, so four unmatched sets. Here are the four m- unmatched sets that are coming out this year I, that everything. I am amazed. So first is Unmatched Redemption Row. Um, which is Luke Cage, Ghost Rider, and oh. my boy, Moon Knight. Moon Knight, my boy. Did you know Moon yes. Knight was my boy? Um, I didn't, but now I do. Moon Knight is one of my that's boys. Awesome. I mean, Cyclops so is good. truly my boy, but Moon Knight is like right in there. Um, then Unmatched Hell's Kitchen. This one, you know who it's gonna be? It's gonna be Daredevil and Elektra Daredevil. and Bullseye. Um, then Unmatched Teen Spirit, my low key fave. Um, Ms. Marvel, Squirrel Girl, and Cloak and Dagger. Um, and then Unmatched for King and Country, Black Widow, Black Panther, and The Winter Soldier. Ooh. Um so and current and there's also a Deadpool one that you can buy right now. Um, but all four of those Marvel ones are coming out over the next year. Unmatched is one of those multiplayer battle games that once you've played it once you're like okay now i want to see how all these characters play um and it is uh, i cannot and they all can play against each other so you want to play king arthur versus moon knight do it right um they have buffy the vampire slayer they have jurassic park they got all sorts of stuff it is wild so many and now to have all these marvel characters in there Thank you, uh, Mondo. Although at this point, it was Mondo that was doing it for them. But now Restoration yeah. Games is big enough. They can do whatever they want. I'm sure they could go to Disney and license directly because they're huge. Um, love it. Congrats to them. And if Dark yeah. Tower blows up this year, like I suspect that it will because the Kickstarter exploded. and We know it's going to do better after it's released. Um, I, I don't even know what That's they're going to do facts, next. That's
1: just facts, man. That's just um, facts. That's the way this goes.
0: Um, I mean, the next thing for them is Thunder Road, which is, again, we're not talking about it here, but Thunder Road Vendetta looks amazing. It's basically like a Twisted Metal card, uh, Twisted Metal board game. Uh, (laughs) Mm Give me now uh, in my veins. Um, Speaking of other, let's talk about tabletop role playing games very briefly. Let's Um, do it. We both, Amanda, you and I, our households collectively went all in on Avatar Legends
1: Oh yeah, we did. Big time. Let's go. Um, And it it
0: was supposed to come out this year. Everything was Mm -hmm. delayed. They told us, uh, basically they were ready for this year and then the Kickstarter went insane. And in the middle of a campaign, they were like, guys, just gotta let you know, we gotta change all this. Because I don't think they were expecting to raise like $4 million. Um, Now, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna say to them, how did you not know Cause it's Avatar, but you know what? You, you you can't project the unprojectable. Um. So it's coming out in twenty twenty two. We bought We've our stuff is being assembled, or it's preparing for assembly, and we're going to get our boxes. Both of us went all in. Um. I know, Linda, your house is ready for me to run an Avatar game. So I know. Let's go. <laughs> um, Amanda, you'll just have to come up. You can play with us. Um, I'll do.
1: You wouldn't play with me, would you? You wouldn't like you would you wouldn't tell a girl that you would do that. And then, then you wouldn't let the girl come up. Right. I can actually come up. Can I play, can I play tabletop or playing games?
0: I'm um, gonna, I'm going to be a waterbender. Well, first off, how dare you suggest that I would play with, that I would play with your heart like that. How dare you? <laughs> I would um, you wouldn't. um so anyway, so that's Avatar Legends. If you don't know what it is, Avatar Legends, it's going to be available commercially. This is one of those games that it did so well, there is no way that you're not going to be able to buy this at your friendly local bookshop. It's probably your friendly local game store. It's probably going to be at Barnes & Noble. This thing is going to be huge. Um, it's a tabletop role-playing game set in the Avatar universe. It includes uh, one of the things you do as part of creating the campaign is you choose a setting, meaning an era, meaning... Is it the Hundred Years' War where there is no Avatar? Is it Aang's era? Is it – and you go on hijinks and adventures. And one of the things that's really interesting is as part of kind of creating your class – And choosing your abilities, you actually have to choose patrons who are basically NPCs from within the shows. And that's where you get unique and cool powers from. Um, And so they're almost like subclasses. Subclasses is probably the wrong word. But it's one of the ways that you customize your character is by interacting with and completing missions and working for these guys. Character
1: (laughs) customization.
0: Yeah. And it's awesome. It's awesome. It looks great. Um, While we're on the tabletop role-playing thing, I want to manifest for a moment. Because I'm manifesting a lot. But this is all the right. big one. So we know Dungeons & Dragons puts out new books every year. It's inevitable. They haven't told us what's coming out this year yet. Like, we know what's coming for Magic the Gathering. I'm hyped for Kamigawa, Neon Dynasty, and all that stuff. Whatever. Ninjas. But... I mean, because ninjas and robots. um, Fine. But... Dungeons & Dragons hasn't told us really much anything, so this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to manifest, and I want all you people, if you believe in my powers, I just want you to just clap, okay? Um, I want either... Amanda, you can be excited, too. I want either Planescape Mm. or Spelljammers. I want one of those two things. It doesn't need to be both. If If both of them happen, I'm... I don't know what I'll do with myself, but I want one of them. Could you imagine just a press release that has a picture of the Lady of Pain in it? I'd fall out of my chair, to be honest. Um, Linda, just you have sure not played a Planescape game by me. Y'all. Let me tell you, I like Planescape. Planescape revolves around a city that is full of just random portals to everywhere. Um, and it's run by a person called the Lady of Pain who no one knows who they are. <laughs> um but but they know that she has basically limitless and infinite power um and but nobody knows who this person actually is because she hides behind a mask um and it is so cool and the campaigns historically have been awesome i j- that's what i want i just want planescape i just want the planescape setting move to fifth ed i want someone to take what i really want is someone to take dead gods and convert it Ooh. To fifth ed, I know there's a fan conversion, someone sent me a link. Um, but I want that.
1: that. But we want the official,
0: I want an official. Right. Um, I want to have the book on my shelf, I'm just really excited. So, um, uh, Linda, Spelljammers is uh spaceships, but they're boats, okay, powered by magic, it's cool. like, um, you know, so it's like the age of sail. But magic. But magic. Hit magic through space. Magic. See,
2: that,
0: through space. Uh,
2: yeah, that one. I, I, I like that. Sounds pretty cool. I that one. Yeah.
0: Jackie, do you want to be a pirate crew in space? In space. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Sounds great. Sounds great. Um, all right, Amanda. We we got time for one more. Let's make it grown ups. I oh. can choose one grown up game. God. Oh god. <laughs> Only one. <laughs> Because i'm gonna pick another one use that to your advantage and game this because you know which grown-up game i'm probably gonna pick
1: i know which one you're picking so that- i know in yes. fact not just in my heart she knows but in my mind mm. in my mind's eye
0: i know yeah, because i only get to play like one or two grown-up games a year so i play so many grown-up games in a year so many <sighs> you're not the editor-in-chief of engaged family gaming
1: <laughs> it's true It's true. You're absolutely right. You have to go out there, pound that pavement, and play all the family-friendly games. And sometimes that means that you don't get a lot of time for the games that you want to play. I chose that
0: life. It does mean that that. I get to wait until those grown-up games are 20 bucks, though.
1: And that's pretty great. And I love that for you. So I want to talk about Redfall. So Redfall. Yes, she does yeah I will talk about Redfall duh of course Redfall is what I <laughs> want to talk about okay so this is for Linda this is me pitching right. Linda on a game you're never going to play this game because it's it's very grown up and very violent it's going to be very violent but I want to tell you about it anyway because I think All it looks right. awesome so it's an Arcane game an Arcane Studios game it is from the studio that did the reboot of Prey they did yep. um, Deathloop and what else have they done and Dishonored. So those are their big three. They are one of the studios that are under Bethesda. Bethesda is now owned by Microsoft.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, that's right. So what Deathloop and Prey and Dishonored are all known for is their absolutely glorious stories. Unbelievable, incredible, rich, complicated deeply engaging stories that do give you a ton of choice and allow you to be be the kind of person in the game that you want to be, whether or not you are going to embrace that mechanically or you're going to embrace that with the choices that you're going to make throughout the game. So Redfall takes things one step further because Redfall is a vampire game.
0: Mandel likes vampires. Almost as much as she likes Firaxis.
1: Almost as much as I like Firaxis. Pretty close, though. So it is going to be not just any kind of vampire game. This is going to be a co-op first-person shooter that is going to allow me to go out into the world and beat up vampires while being an absolute badass queen because you get to play as at one of any four characters so far that we've okay. learned of this is supposed to be not just it's not just going to be like a reimagining of like back for blood or left for dead or whatever this is a brand new world to play in So we don't know too, too much about Redfall, but we do know that it's set in Massachusetts. We do know that it's being overrun by vampires. And we do know that a handful of survivors have to make their way, I don't know, around and survive.
0: And fight vampires.
1: Another game set in Boston. Redfall, Massachusetts. Very, very exciting. You can play it single player, you can play it multiplayer. But I am very excited to play it with my buds and to go out into the world and play some incredibly badass. It looks like there's magic in this game as well. And I am just champing at the bit for this game. I want the story. I want the deep character creativity that's going to go along with this. I want all of my favorite writers and designers and incredible humans at Arcane Austin to just take me on a journey in Redfall. All right, there it is.
2: That sounds really cool.
1: I'm All
0: right, I just want f- to play God of War Ragnarok. That's it. Do it. Um, listen, God of War was never one of my jams. Like, I really did not. I tried the original series, like the PS2, PS3. Like, I, I, I appreciated them with the, for what they were, um, but um, they were not for me. Um, for a whole variety of reasons, but. A whole lot of people played this new – played God of War 2018 and um, sold me on it. That it was a unique take on the character. And I do love unique takes on characters. That is the oh, thing that I absolutely. like. absolutely. And um, specifically, the thing that got me was the way that they did the cinematic nature of the game, which is the camera never cuts. Like, it's a continuous – adventure um, and it's toll. And the camera is very close behind him, which makes it very personal. And it also made the combat less arcadey and made it more of just a combo kind of action game. Um, and it, it it also slowed it down, which made it a little bit more my speed. Cause the issue is I fast games hurt me <laughs> unless they are really, really, really stupid, like dynasty warriors because that game is just dumb and i can just hit buttons over and over again and yes of course i'm going to bring up dynasty warriors amanda hates it whenever of I bring
1: up course dynasty warriors. of course no um, no 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 listen it's not that i hate dynasty warriors it's that i think when once you played one musou game you've played them all that's my thought on it mic drop
0: she doesn't like it when i bring it up and what i do is i go to her streams and i spend my stream points to name all the monsters and cities <laughs> and everything muso puns she had a place Best. in her one of her maps i named one of her cities Musopotamia. oh
1: <laughs> that happened
0: it happened sure oh it did it did, it did. Are there screenshots? Um, and so oh man it was so great it was it was one of my crowning achievements um so anyway uh gotta wear ragnarok is a continuation of the story um and it's what i want and what i'm uh, hoping because the last one ended in conflict Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i am hoping that the new one starts literally right there like for me that's what i'm hoping i i have a feeling it will and just continues for another day or two um and i just want to beat dudes up as this guy. And I want to learn more about his kid. And I want to learn more about this world because it's super interesting. And, um, so, yeah, and it's, it was originally it was supposed to come out in 2021. We all thought they were crazy. Um, they said that because they had to. It's fine. I knew that it was a lie. I wasn't even mad. Um, I, just, I, I just do it. They're Anyone like... was it? really mad. I, I mean, no I, they were like, it's coming out in 2021. And we were... When the games industry went collectively. Yeah, right. We'll see it in 2022. Cool. And then they delayed it. And we were like, hey, we were right. We got to be smug. Um, whatever. This game is going to be great. Um, it... it, it I just can't wait to see what happens. That is uh, realistically of the like grown up games that I normally I wait until they're super cheap, right? Like Assassin's Creed and stuff like that. I wait until those come out. Um, you know, I, I wait a little bit on those. Um, this one I'm not. This is day one purchase. It is not very often that I say that for these M rated games, but for God of War, I got to know. I had one of the things spoiled for me in a podcast mm. so fast. So like I was in a car, not like that's a real problem for me right now, but I was in a car, couldn't <laughs> pause it fast enough because I couldn't, didn't want to crash my car. And one of the key surprises in the game was spoiled for me. <laughs> oh. um, and, and I'm not even going to talk about what it is, but I think I told Amanda once what it was that was spoiled for me. And it really did kind of taint, Taint is the wrong word, but it definitely colored the whole game. Um, So I don't want that to happen again. So if you know, and it was short enough that I could have played it in a day. So um, I'm just going to do the thing. And it's old enough. My my oldest is old enough to play it with me now, which is different. Um, So those are those are our most anticipated games, guys. We did it. We did. It's not even a full list. It's not even a full list. I mean, listen, we'll talk more as we break into uh, our individual pattern of board game, video game. Uh, Next week is a board game podcast because it will be immediately following a – uh, board game event for us. Linda and I are going to be playtesting a whole bunch of stuff, including a whole bunch of Kingdom Hearts games, mm-hmm. uh, Marvel's smash up. Basically the op dropped a, a loot box on my head and I have Ooh. to make good. So Ooh. we're going to, we're going to take care I'm of those excited. guys. Um, and another thing, which I am not even telling Linda about, but I have another okay. special surprise. That is coming that when Linda sees it, she's going to be like, oh, my God, uh, trust me, Linda. You're going to be like, whoa, I can't wait to bring it. Um, so keep your eye on our Instagram and TikToks because we are going to blow it up after words. And so next week we'll have board games. We'll talk about the board games we played over the holidays. Amanda, you are welcome to come as always. Uh, but I know you're going to be busy, but you can, you're welcome to come if Aren't you can I pry always? yourself away. Um, and then after that will be video games um, and we'll probably, you know, the, something will have happened in the next two weeks that are, is worth talking about. Um, that isn't NFTs. That isn't, a, I promise. OK, here's the okay. deal, everybody, about NFTs, because I've had some people ask me, we are going to have an entry in the glossary explaining NFTs from, so you can so that I can just link it to you when you bring it up because I have done a lot of reading about it. I actually bought a book about it. Oh, <laughs> I'm not wow. even joking. Um, so that I could talk about it on an educated level. Um, don't worry, guys. I'm not buying NFTs. I'm not making EFG NFTs. My oldest son was like, if you make an EFG NFT, if you make that rocket, an NFT, I'm leaving.
1: He's- no, that's fair. I would leave too.
0: You can't leave. You're not here.
2: I would leave would my you, virtual space with oh, you. So she can virtually
0: leave. I was like, "Oh, would you just come, or would you come here just to shut the door?" I would. I would um, come to my your mind. house. So I
1: would. I would come to your house and I would walk in. I would go hug your wife and then I would
0: slam the door. That would be really? so harsh.
2: That would be but, such a power move, though.
0: That would be such a power move. Walk in, hug my wife, and then leave. Don't even speak.
2: to <laughs> And me. then just drive to my house. I'm not.
0: And then far. just. Then, yeah, and exactly. then just crash it with you. Because <laughs> um, Linda didn't Windows. make an EFT or NFT. Listen, I'm not going to do that, but I am going to no, explain. It. We're going to have a glo- we're going to have a glossary entry. Where we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the metaverse. We're going to.
1: You guys can come on to virtual economy and listen and to Mike and I yell about, about it from a business perspective. Because that's really I all. Never right want to talk about them here. So I just want to talk about how awesome video games are.
0: We won't. We won't. Outside of I'll just tell you when the glossary article goes live, and you can go read it. I I'll love you, bud. Explain it. Um, I'm going to try and be as neutral as I can (laughs) because that's what I have to do when I'm defining things. I'm just being a dictionary. Please don't judge me. But everybody, this has been the first episode of the engaged family gaming podcast for two, uh, for the year 2022. I'm not sure what number it is. We'll figure it out when we get there. It'll get published. This will be published on Monday. Uh, Next Monday. So uh, if you want to listen, if you uh, didn't listen to this here uh, and came in at the end, you want to hear the rest of it. It's fine. It'll be on podcast services on Monday. Um, I hope you guys have a great week. I will be back on Thursday for the EFG show. Jeff Walker from the frozen North had a child and his child does not sleep at night. So So he's actually going to be off for a little while. I am currently seeking guest hosts. I have one lined up who has never appeared on engaged family gaming content ever. One, um, and no, it's not somebody that Amanda knows. Um, um, but who knows? I'm going to be seeking guest hosts um, to help fill in, um, and it's it's going to be a wild ride. So uh, over the next handful of months, until little Zoe decides to sleep and let Dad enjoy his life. Okay, Zoe. He
2: may have a wait.
0: That- this is Uncle Steve saying. <laughs> a little bit. Oh, I'm sorry. This is Uncle Dude. Okay. I got to get it right. This is okay. Uncle Dude saying, <laughs> sleep. So Jeff can work with me. Okay. But in the meantime, I will be back on Thursday with an extra special guest host. And then uh, we will be uh, having guest hosts for the foreseeable until Zoe sleeps. Um, Everybody, you have yourself a wonderful night. We'll be back soon. And until next time, don't forget to get your family game on. Talk to y'all soon. Bye. 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 Bye.